the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Let's bring in Patrick O'Hare, Chief Market Analyst, Briefing.com. Mr. O'Hare, how are you? Yeah, good morning, Rob. I'm doing well, thank you. How are the markets doing today in light of another act of terrorism in Brussels? All right. Well, you'd have to say, uh, all things considered, they're doing uh, you know pretty well. Um, you know, the S&P 500 little changed here it's uh battled back from some some opening losses but uh you know holding relatively close to to where it started the day which is um i guess you could say you know when you look deeper into it probably not all that surprising um you know when you get a terrorist act like we saw uh in belgium i think the market's first uh instinct is obviously to be concerned but uh and then it quickly shifts into the thinking of well you know what type of impact will this ultimately have on the global economy uh, and earnings prospects as a result of that? And judging by, you know, certainly the reaction we're seeing at the moment, we'd have to conclude that the market is not of the view that this is going to have really any major uh, impact as uh, as tragic as it is from a human standpoint. Have we become muted to terrorism, or is this just kind of a... Brussels isn't as important as Paris. Paris isn't as important as New York. Is there some of that going on, or am I reading between the lines? Am I putting words in your mouth? What's your thoughts? No, I think. I mean, I think you're onto something in the sense that I think that really is um, you know, the markets are, you know, coming to that understanding that uh, there are going to be these tactical acts of terrorism in a world that has terrorists living in it. Um, you know, you, we can do a lot, and I would argue that we have done a whole lot to help prevent these types of acts. Uh, but obviously when they hit, they're startling. Um, but, you know, if someone wants to strap a bomb to themselves and, you know, walk into an airport and detonate it, um, that can be very difficult to, you know, to stop, you know, all the time. And I think that what we're seeing here is a market that is, Understanding that uh, you're not going to stop at all, um, you're going to do. The, the, you know, government agencies are going to do all they can to help contain these um, terrible acts. Um, but you know, really, at the end of the day, it still comes back to this idea of uh, you know, how will this ultimately impact uh, the economy and earnings prospects? Um, and if you were to get something on a larger scale again. Um, you know, we all obviously hope that that will not be the case of, you know, something on, you know, 9-11 variety or, or something really major. 
um, the reaction would be much different. Um, right now, I think that uh, it's it's still you know looked upon as something that's uh, alarming, but not uh, altogether harmful as it relates to uh, to economic prospects. You know, not only in the immediate area, but but around the world right now. If I may say this, those first two opening lines by you or the first two uh, thoughts, just genius. And I, I totally appreciate you having the courage to say things like strapping a bomb to yourself is difficult to stop. Because I think at times when you see the headlines for the individual person, they're like, oh, no, should I sell stocks? And to hear you say it's difficult to stop and, you know, it, it's stinks but it's kind of a fact of life and i think it's important for people not to panic in a scenario like this um i'm not saying go about your day as you normally would but don't panic either right i mean and, and uh you know it's, it's good advice i mean it's just it's uh you know as terrible obviously as 9-11 was uh and we certainly saw you know some material fallout after that uh within the capital markets uh, as a result of that uh, of that terrible act, um, you know, the market eventually did find its footing, um, and it did, you know, rally back uh, and move back to new highs in subsequent years um, as earnings prospects and the economy recovered, and uh, and that will continue to be the case, um, you know, and say, you know, again, I mean, we can all certainly hope and pray that you don't get anything ever like that again. Um, you know, it would upset things, obviously, in a very short-term um, time horizon, but things will settle, and the companies will recover, the economies will recover, and, and sure, you know, you, you regroup and, and you start, you know, moving moving up again. But but to your point, Rob, I think, I think you're right. You know, you see some knee-jerk reactions here. Like, say, for instance, today, we obviously are seeing the airlines uh, come under pressure. Okay, we get that. Um, uh, but... You know, you look at a stock like Southwest Airlines, right? It's down. Uh, Southwest doesn't even fly in Europe. So uh, you do get some knee-jerk selling interest and sort of a, a sell-first, ask-questions-later uh, uh, type of approach. Um, but you can see that. You know, you can see headline like this, what we're seeing out of Belgium today, also uh, resonate more in a market that's um, what we consider to be overbought on a short-term basis, and it, it provides a uh, you know an adequate cue anyway to start you know to, to perhaps take some money off the table in some positions that have made big runs. Um, but uh, but to the bigger point, like you're saying, it, it's not a, a basis to change the whole investment outlook uh, that you might have had going into that day. Is there anything else that we should hit on terrorism in Brussels and how it ties to the market, or should you and I start focusing in on uh, January, February, horrible months, we get this big rally back, now there's questions about the valuation of the S&P 500. Is it too soon to shift back to typical market commentary, or is there anything else to add? Like, yeah. I'm at well, a loss you know, here. I think the, the, the thing to add, you know, um, as it pertains to the Eurozone here, I mean, it was already, you know, struggling to grow uh, sure. in a great degree even before even before Paris, um, really. And now you've seen these, uh, these two terrorist incidents in Paris and Belgium now. Um, and probably within the Eurozone, you might have a little bit of that nesting effect, you know, where perhaps people are, are a little more reluctant to go out into public places and, uh, you know, 
restaurants and, and of the like. And, and that could, you know, over the next quarter here, you know, that could uh, drag on growth there in the Eurozone, which, of course, is always going to continue to feed that belief, well, the, you know, the European Central Bank will, will do more if necessary, right? Um, so uh, even the European markets today didn't really react um, as negatively as you, as you might think. I mean, they're down modestly here, but, but certainly, you know, nothing major. So I do think it, it's still, like, there will be some impact here. Um, in the, as I alluded to at the top of the hour, I think in the grand scheme of things, it's not going to be a major impact. But as it relates probably to the Eurozone economy, uh, there will be a slight negative impact there, I think, um, knowing that there's been two coordinated terrorist attacks uh, in a short amount of time, despite the best efforts to help prevent these uh, acts. Um, so that will, that will kind of sort of impede those recovery efforts that the ECB is working feverishly to help uh, to help drive along here. Is there any, can you and I, <clears throat> Mr. O'Hare, say things like this is going to affect trade? Um, Donald Trump will say things like let's shut down the borders with Mexico because they're sending us their crazies. Um, will that kind of have the same play in Europe as far as, Let's shut down our borders so that we don't get tariffs coming from Germany to Belgium, Belgium to France. Um, do you have any fears that trade in Europe could be affected by this over the long term? Or, you know, Lord knows last time I went to Europe, I could have been in any country at any point in time. It's it's a pretty easy world to jump country to country in. Yeah, I you know, I don't think it will have any um, longer-term impacts here as, as far as okay. trade relationships go. I think what it, what it does uh, potentially do is, is raise the, the political temperature about the, you know, the migrant uh, crisis that's been afflicting uh, the European region and sort of having that uh, uh, probably maybe an added desire here to kind of close uh, borders or, or certainly make it more challenging for uh, refugees to come into that area. Um, so it's, it's probably going to be more of a, of a political issue here as it will be uh, more so a, uh, an economic issue through the trade channel. What else should we talk about, Mr. O'Hara? Anything you're seeing in the, the headline news or anything that you're writing up these days at briefing.com that is important for us to note? Yeah, well, I mean, you mentioned it, Rob. Is that, you know, the S&P 500 obviously had a, had a huge run here off the February lows. Um, uh, but we're, you know, back to pretty much unchanged here, and we've come uh, along with that rally as earnings estimates have come down. So you do have a S&P 500 that's trading with a, uh, a fairly full valuation, uh, just under 18 times forward 12-month earnings, which is about a 10% premium to the 15-year average. Uh, and that's before long-term interest rates have really gone up to any great degree. Um, you know, they've come up sharply since their lows, but we're still down from where we started the year uh, on the 10-year. Uh, and it's also before you've seen, uh, you know, any real significant wage pressures filtering throughout, you know, all S&P 500 companies. And so what I'm alluding to there is that, you know, uh, the potential for profit margin pressure is, is building, I think, and uh, not really enthused by the return prospects for the market this year, given that full valuation and the fact that we have not yet seen a, uh, a turn in the uh, earnings estimate trends uh, or a significant upturn, really, in, in economic growth. It's been better than expected, but it hasn't necessarily been strong. So, And then right now, we're coming into the end of the quarter, and I think we're sort of in a, 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 a no-man's land, if you will, uh, into the uh, earnings reporting season that will begin in mid-April. So had a big run 
uh, full valuation here, we're probably going to likely see a market over the very short term here sort of move sideways at best, I think, uh, but potentially be uh, subject to um, some more downside risk than upside potential in the uh, immediate future. Thanks very much. It's Patrick O'Hare with Briefing.com. A very sound interview about what's going on in the world. Very good insights. I appreciate it. Thanks, Mr. O'Hare. I drove the whole time, but that's okay. I'll just avoid the hole so you sleep fine. I'm driving here, I said. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.